This is the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast, episode 140. Good day and welcome to this episode of the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. I'm your host, podcaster, and author of Fun Fantasy Reads, Jamie Davis. This podcast is exactly what the title says it is, folks. It's a show focused on everything to do with fantasy and sci-fi books. From epic fantasy to urban fantasy, space opera, swords and sorcery, you name it, we have the best and brightest authors from all the various corners of the fantasy and sci-fi book world here on the show for you. Kicking off things this week, I wanted to let you know I'm hard at work with National Novel Writing Month, which is what we call NaNoWriMo in the author world. I'm working on The Accidental Monk, which is the next book in the Accidental Champion series. I'm also doing a re-edit of The Paramedics Amazon, which had some issues, um, and I needed to do some things to fix the plot there, so it's going to be coming out a little later than expected. But I've moved the release date to later in September, uh, or late in December, and I'm really committed to getting it out this year. You can check out more about anything I'm up to in the writing world, including sneak peeks of upcoming covers, special giveaways, and more. Just visit my fan group over on Facebook, Jamie's Fun Fantasy Readers, or um, you can also visit me over on my website at jamiedavisbooks.com. Either place, I look forward to hearing from you, so please check in. Joining in this, this week on the show are author Ron L. Lahr and narrator and voice actor Alan Edelberg. Ron wrote the Cathaldi Con- Chronicles, a series with a roguish but ultimately likable main character who ends up saving the day despite his issues with the law. And I had a great time chatting with both Ron and the actor who brought that character named Dirk to life in the audiobooks for the series. Check out the fun as they get to chat for the first time together on the podcast and learn a little bit more about writing and performing Dirk from the Cathaldi Chronicles series. Ron, Alan, it's great to talk to both of you and uh, really kind of dig into the uh, Children of Cathaldi and uh, the series and the audiobooks and everything we have to do with it. So um, before we get uh, to uh, Alan, let's talk to Ron because you, you did write these books. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are? All right. My name is Ron Lahr. Uh, I'm, oh, I don't know. There's nothing much exciting besides the writing. I mean, I like to cook and bake and garden, but uh, most of the time I spend writing and editing and everything that goes along with that. What got you into writing? I mean, was it something that you've always wanted to do or was there something else that kind of pulled you into becoming an author? No, I always wanted to be a writer from high school age. Um, but then I, I had a child when I was uh, 21 and then another one. And, uh, my wife at the time wanted to be an artist and I wanted to be a writer and we decided to just kill ourselves instead of starving to death. And then we talked it over. We made that plan B and decided to go to college and get jobs and have careers. And then finally my kids grew up and left and I was able to return (laughs) to, to writing without having to worry about 
providing for my family. No, that's great. And, and I, I love to hear that you came, came back to it. Um, you know, writing has been something, I mean, I've been a journalist for a while off and on and, and um, you know, so I've been writing nonfiction stuff for years, but when I finally decided to start writing fiction, it came from a long love of telling stories and getting that stuff out of what was inside me. Um, I'm, I'm well known for embellishing everything that ever happened to me in my life. So uh, <laughs> um, let's switch gears and, t- and get Alan in here on the conversation. Alan, um, you, you narrated Ron's books. Um, and uh, so let's uh, kind of give you an opportunity. Uh, tell us a little bit about who you are uh, as a voice actor and, and everything else about you that you want to sure. share. Uh, my name is Alan Adelberg. I am a voice actor. As been mentioned, I do like uh, commercials and video games and uh, and audiobooks. And um, yeah, uh, it's I love audiobooks specifically because it's a lot like video games. You get to play so many different characters, and you get to cast them as if you're the director, like the you know the the author is obviously the director, but I'm kind of interpreting the screenplay and then like casting it and, and uh, trying to direct the action as well as it meets the vision from the author. It's uh, it's exciting. You get to be the producer and the booth director and all this kind of stuff at the same time. Um, and I've been voice acting for about 10 years. I'd say about that. Yeah. And, and I've, I've um, been able to listen to the sample of the um, first book in the Cathaldi um, series because I, I know it's still on pre-order. I think it's about to come out soon. If I saw that correctly on, on yeah, audible think, uh, end of the month. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be out about the, about the time this episode comes out. We'll have uh, we'll have both the audiobook and the actual books. Um, the book books are already out if you want to read the eBooks, but um, they, uh, great book. Yeah. It's so much fun. And, and so let me ask you a question, Alan. Um, what, what was it that, what was your initial thought when you got a hold of these books and, and started looking through them? Because uh, the character Dirk is just like, I mean, he, he's got to be so much fun. He's a blast. And I also love that the framing device is that it's all kind of his point of view after the fact. I don't want to give too much away because it's, it's all, you know, baked into the narrative, but um he is a narrator and maybe he's not the most reliable narrator. So he's kind of like doing first person and third person at the same time, even though the whole thing's, you know, first person and it's kind of an epistolary, but it's written in such a way where everything is so evocative. You're in the scene, you're seeing it all play out. And at the same time, it's all infused with Dirk's point of view, his personality, his snark, his cynicism, but also his like underlying, uh, hope. Um, yeah, it's everything's layered and it's written in a way where it was just so much fun to play on all of the tropes of sword and sorcery and fantasy through like a very modern cynic character. You know, I got the sense almost, Ron, that he's I, I and I, I hate to like draw allusions to other characters but you know i'm a huge star wars fan han solo comes to mind instantly is that kind of scoundrel who's a cynic you know he doesn't believe in all that mysticism stuff and you know but when when the rubber meets the road he can be the hero and and you know was that what you kind of envisioned with dirk not not necessarily han solo but that kind of character that that is the scoundrel that that you know, maybe under, under there somewhere, if you scrub hard enough, you might find a heart of gold. Definitely. 
although to to be uh, honest, I originally he was a minor character, and Thylos was the main character, and it was third person, straightforward. And I I wrote that first draft like twenty five years ago, and I didn't love it, and so I kept rewriting it at the time, um, and. I never got to where I loved it. And so over the course of the, the 20 plus years since I would pull it out every couple of years <laughs> and I'd start at the beginning again and I wouldn't love it. And, and I tried lots of different things. And then when I decided to pull Dirk into the forefront and, and flesh out his character a lot more, I mean, he, he's in it, but he's not the, 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 the main thing happening. And his personality did not come through as clearly as it does in in this this version, the final version. Um, and and then it just kind of happened. I loved it. I wrote maybe five, ten pages, and I was like, "Wow, I actually love it." Instead of thinking it's okay, and then it just went from there, and it kind of took on a life of its own at that point. Yeah, Dirk tends to take over any conversation he's in, so that makes sense. <laughs> Yes, he does. He was always there lurking in the background, ready to take over the books, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he just waited for me to wise up. <laughs> so, so Ron, tell us a little bit about the books, you know, the, the whole premise of, of the Cathaldi Chronicles and, and what it what uh, the series is, is um, kind of aiming towards. It's, it's, it's epic fantasy um, and, and a great set of characters and, and people that really, you know, especially Dirk, as we talked about, that draw you in um, and make you really want to know what's going to happen next. Um, but what is it that the series um, kind of the premise of it is? Well, there were a lot of things <laughs> that I wanted to do when I was originally writing the first draft. Um, one of which was I wanted, I wanted to talk about religion, not, not from the standpoint of, is there this group of gods? Is this pantheon real? They, they are real. Everybody knows. That. But I still wanted there to be some people who, who just denied them, not their existence, but that, that uh, they shouldn't play such a big part in everybody's lives. And, and like teenagers, they just needed to, Humanity need to grow up and move out of their parents' basement, you know, kiss a girl, all that stuff. Ignore the gods. And then as I was developing the people who were going to do that, they just became awful people. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't intentional. But again, um, I mean, Dirk says in a few places, man, I hate those guys. And every time I would write that, I'd be like, oh, I do, too. They're just the worst. So there we go. No, that's great. Um, you know, and, and I, I, you know, I'm looking at it. It's got great reviews. Um, I, I love um, one of the uh, author blurbs that you got was if David Eddings, Joe Abercrombie and Douglas Adams had their brains sucked out and blended together and reanimated, they would write a book like this. <laughs> and if that just makes me want to read this, so much more and dig into the rest of the series. Um, I, I, that's just a fantastic blurb um, to get from an author out there. So I think that's fantastic. Um, 
Alan, when you when you approached this in the beginning, um, what were some of the challenges you saw as as a performer um, to to kind of dig into a character like this? I mean, yeah, I think one of my biggest challenges was since everything is from Dirk's point of view, is it all going to be in Dirk's voice? Or will I allow other characters to also have their own voice? So that was a, a juggle I did. But Ron wrote in such a seamless way where it was still able to entirely be Dirk's voice and Dirk's point of view. So then I started realizing, oh, this is what Dirk thinks they sound like. So if another character's talking, you know, if it's a knight, like, the knight sounds like a blowhard. He, you know, he's always going to speak like this. Because that's the way Dirk thinks that he speaks. Because Dirk's telling this story. Um, so that gave me an inroad on like how I was going to maneuver all of the casting, all of the different voices. That's, that's a great way to approach that. I, I, I love it because it's, it's seeing it through his lens. It's truly a first person representation, but in the audiobook. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that's fascinating. Um, Ron, how much communication did you and Alan have when the uh, audiobook project kicked off? Not much. Um, for a few reasons. Uh, the main one was I don't know anything about audiobooks, so I didn't want to um, be an idiot and interfere with people who knew what they were doing. Um, so I, and then the other part was when I would hear even just the demo, I was like, oh my God, that is amazing. You know, that's perfect. Because when, when I uh, was talking with the audiobook, um, producers with Spectrum, I said, uh, all I ask is that you get, you know, somebody who can really capture Dirk's sarcastic tone. I mean, without that, I think he's just a jerk. You know, I mean, I mean he's just mean. And so we need that. And, uh, and uh, Alan was the first person I listened to their demo and I, I didn't even want to hear anybody else, but to be a good guy, I listened to them and I was like, Ugh, that's, that's not Dirk at all. And so, but even then I was, I said, I, I was communicating with them and I said, I love the first guy. Uh, and, uh, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to rely on your judgment. And they said, well, there's a reason we put him first. And so that was it. Oh, wow. It's a very quick process. I never know anything about this side of the process. It's really interesting to hear. Yeah, you know, and Annalise um, Rennie is just an amazing, got a good ear for, for, for talent. I, she's I, wonderful, yeah. Yeah, she's great to work with. Uh, um, and she's the, one who, she's the one who put you guys in front of me. She said, you've got to have these guys on your podcast. And, <laughs> and, um, and, and I'm so glad she did because I love these kinds of, a different look at the, the writing business and, and, for the readers out there, because this isn't primarily focused on readers and, and listeners is to give them an opportunity to kind of, you know, see the, the, you know, the, the, the recipe behind the scenes that that's putting all this together. When the audition sides came in, I was told, you know, bring up your snark, just deliver the snark. And, uh, <clears throat> and, and I, when I read it, I was like, okay, Dirk is cynical and he's snarky, but it's because he has such a huge heart and he cares so much that he has to protect himself from all of the feelings that he's having. So it's like a, a wall around him protecting himself from being, I don't know, you can get pop psychology from being seen too much or being too vulnerable or whatever. So 
I was able to see like, oh, there's a really good heart here for this guy, you know, hence like the, the Han Solo analogy. Yeah. And, and Ron, you know, I completely get what you say about, you know, hearing your words performed back by a really good performer um, who brings, who brings the characters to life. I think a lot of people think, especially if they've not listened to a lot of audiobooks, is they, they don't get the sense. They don't understand that it's not just somebody reading a book. It is a performance. And, and I know for the audiobooks that I've done, I just, it's, it's like Christmas when I get the next tracks in. Um, I, I just, I'm like, oh, I, you know, the first two chapters of the next book are coming in from, from this narrator. And I can't wait to see how they voice this character. And, and I heard that from you, Ron, right there, you know, when you were talking about it. Um, you know, what, what's from your favorite parts of what you've heard Alan do? Well, even yeah, from the beginning. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what? Ron, what are they? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I thought it changed again. Um, but for me, the beginning is so dirk heavy. Um, and he is, at one point, he's almost laying into the readers. <laughs> or in, he's definitely insulting the readers. And I, I mean, it's really delicate. Um, you, you know, if that's delivered wrong, then they're gone. I mean, and uh so hearing that part and thinking you know he did it alan did it there he i don't hate him you know i mean that it's important to get that that character defined at the beginning or for me it was i wanted to define the character at the beginning and try not to turn people off and i i had to do some editing <laughs> after some readers read it the first time there is this one part where they're like we know how to read a book and i ended up putting that in the book where dirk says i mean you know how a book works um and that was totally from a reader <laughs> so uh yeah that's the most impressive part for me is uh, and that tur turning him into somebody bearable even when he's doing unbearable things which i, I think will make the the audiobook uh, better for more people to experience than perhaps the ebook or the paperback because you know there's just so much more nuance in the voice and and in the performance fantastic wow. um now ron i'm i'm gonna come back to you in a little bit because i'd like to give you the opportunity to ask alan a question you might have about the, the performance you've heard so far um, and Alan, I'll give you the opportunity to ask Ron a question about his books and, and you know, where, where things came from, if you want. But um, I'll kick into you first, Alan, with the idea of which character besides Dirk is, is one that you really look forward to? Like, oh, that, that next, the next chapter, I'm going to have so-and-so come up and next. Because who, right. who is your second favorite character in the book that you really enjoy bringing to the forefront? It's hard to say second. Um, there's like a triumvirate, like... Okay. I really liked Thylos. I liked Thylos quite a bit. He has a, a Luke Skywalker quality to him. Um, but the fact that he's friends with Dirk makes him infinitely more interesting than like, you know, just the typical, like, you know, uh, Petey Pureheart. Uh, so I imagine that the two of them got into some crazy trouble. And then he just was like, I'm going to get on the straight and narrow once I turn like 18 or 19. And Dirk's still like, I, whatever, I'm going <laughs> to rob. I don't care. Um. And uh, I think my favorites to perform were Sir Arios, 
Kralnik, and um, oh my god, I'm flaking on him. He's the awesome elf assassin. Oh, um, Delic, Delic Slim. Those were, I think, my three favorite to perform. But Kralnik probably steals my heart. Kralnik's wonderful. There's a really <laughs> great scene involving him and and the crew. I, I just don't want to give it away, but it's so much fun. That'll give people something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that's that's great to hear. Um and and so and the fact that so many characters spoke to you, I think, is probably a credit to Ron, um, that that he was able to to, to evoke that kind of emotion for so every many characters. Every character has an arc, which is so exciting. And it's very rare in these big ensembles, but everybody's got a uh act one, two, and three. So Ron, um, is there anything you'd like to uh, ask Alan or, or comment to Alan or, or something along those lines as we kind of get down towards the end of the, the podcast here? Well, it's more like a compliment, which I mean, and thanks to you for the show, or I didn't notice because at the beginning <clears throat> of the process, I did say, you know, hey, this is all Dirk talking. So aside from a couple places where in the story, he makes fun of how other people talk and, and kind of impersonates or exaggerates some people's language. I was like, I always envisioned it just him talking. Um, and so to hear Alan's explanation of it's, it's Dirk's vision of these people makes it, I mean, it really makes so much more sense to me now. Um, and that's brilliant. And I was, I'm just, again, happy they ignored what I thought because I didn't know what I was talking about. Uh, so congratulations, Alan. Well, thanks. Um, Alan, how about you? Um, you know, have, a, have any questions for Ron about the characters or the story that you, you interpreted? Yeah. Did you, do you have like, is there one of those black and white composition notebooks that's just filled with maps? Like, did you map out this world? I did. Um, there are not a ton of them. Um, the, there's three big ones. Um, the, the kind of the, the continent they're on, the mm-hmm. city Dirk lives in, and the port town next to it where some of the action takes place. Um, and, and then uh, there's one other town where the gambling house is, uh, that where they, there's, there's a map there. And all of those places are in... Um, the further adventures, you know, beyond the first book. Uh, so, I mean, they, they needed, they needed that, I guess. And cross was that it was a realized world. 25 years worth. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I know what like the main industry is of each town and I know how they're connected. I know the roads that they go to. Oh, ridiculous. Indeed. Um, but the, yeah, it, I mean, I certainly feel like that's one of the more challenging parts is for me, it's all there. And to make sure I was putting enough detail in without too much was a little hard. I mean, like, I just assume everybody is in my brain. You know, you're not all my wives, you know. <laughs> that's great. Um, and, and, you know, it, I think it shows in, in you know, the, the fact that this has lived within you for so long and, and and one of the things, Ron, that I love that you said earlier was you didn't give up on it. You know, the story wasn't working and you couldn't figure out why right away. 
But then, you know, the that epiphany moment, that aha that came to you that said, well, wait, maybe I bring Dirk up a little bit and, and have him be a little more in the forefront. And before you knew it, it was Dirk's story, um, which I think is, is some of the genius that makes this work. Um, you know, so kudos to you, because a lot of authors, you know, are, well, before they're authors, they're writers and they write and write and write. And sometimes they just give up on it. Um, and so I think you've you've mined gold here through a lot of hard work. Cool, well, thank you. Um, so we're going to wrap up here. Um, Alan, where can folks find you if they want to kind of look up and find um, both these books and also other projects you've worked on? Sure. Um, I'm listed on Audible under Alan Adelberg. There's a book I just released uh, called Wings of the Pirate. It's a, a World War II seaplane thriller. Um, so those are available on Audible. Otherwise, um, samples and new work is available at alanadelberg.com and, uh, the social medias, there's not too many Alan Adelberg, so you'll, you'll find me online. <laughs> Excellent. And I would mm. like to point out that the audiobook is done through uh, spectrum audiobooks. So spectrumaudiobooks.com. Um, you can find a lot of great books there. These included, um, and, uh, they, they have some fantastic projects they're coming out with. I, I just know, because I know some of the people that are working on them. So, um, definitely check out there, Ron, how about you? Where's a good place that folks can find you on online and, and follow what you're up to and what's coming next? Uh, the easiest places are, I have a really bad website, uh, and then facebook.com slash Excellent. Well, I will have links to all these places in the show notes for this episode so people can go and dig in there and, and, and look these things up. And of course, links to the books and the audiobook. Um, uh, Alan, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's great to have you on. Thanks for inviting me, Jamie. It was great to be here. And Ron, same to you. Uh, thanks for writing just a fantastic series. And I'm sure people are going to be clamoring to catch the next audiobooks after as they come out in the future. Well, thank you so much. And that's going to wrap up this episode of the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. Make sure you catch up with us for a whole lot more from the fantasy and sci-fi focus community, both on Facebook and over at fantasy-focus.com. Leave a comment on this episode and let me know what's on your mind. Also on the website and on each podcast episode post, you'll find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite mobile app for iOS, Android, or even by email. And make sure you do that because uh, you don't want to miss any of our upcoming episodes. We have some pretty awesome authors and other special guests scheduled. And our next episode with author Audrey Sharp is one of, one of my favorites. I've known Audrey for a long time, and we have a great time chatting. That's it for this episode of the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jamie Davis, author of Fun Fantasy Reads. Don't forget to follow me over on Facebook at Jamie Davis Books and, of course, my website, jamiedavisbooks.com. If you want to get a free book, you can head over there and sign up for my newsletter. There's a sign-up link right there on the right-hand side of the page. Whatever you do, though, subscribe to the podcast. Come back here for the next episode. And in the meantime... Keep your eyes open, folks, because there's magic all around you.